This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got Mars! They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. I was gonna do it, but I'm not gonna do it. Hello. <laughs> this is a completely normal intro. It is. Yeah, no, this is not the fourth time we've tried to do this. No. Not at all. No. Nor nor have we used any obscene noises. Right. So today no. we are here to celebrate summertime. Because it what better time to enjoy a good touristy horror flick than right now? Yeah, it's summertime, everybody's taking a vacation, and yeah. these two movies that we're going to talk about are vacations that you won't want to take. That's right. And uh, we're tonight we're going to start out with the 1979 underappreciated, dare I say, little flick, David Schmoller's 1979 film, Tourist Trap. <laughs> <laughs> that was my impersonation of the Vatican's. And uh, this, yeah, this film is is I what I consider to be a, a kind of cheap knockoff of a lot of other slashers. But what makes it really cool is the fucking mannequins. Oh, absolutely! Um, this so. movie has okay. I I've never seen this movie. I didn't know this movie existed. I didn't know what to expect when I saw this movie. The opening credits started to roll, and I see that it was produced by Charles Band. And oh, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, okay. This movie has one of the best openings that I've seen in a long time of movies. Like, the way that they just kind of, they set it up right away. There's no, you have to wait 20 minutes for the first kill. There's Mm -hmm. no exposition that has to be done. And it's insane. The first kill is one of the crazier kills in the movie. I mean, to to, to briefly synopsis this movie, I mean, this one's very simple. Gang of friends goes on vacation and shit goes down because they find an abandoned tourist trap. One of those little roadside, you know, museums. This is like a Western museum, right? Uh, it was like a wax museum yeah. type thing. So they stumble upon it. They have car trouble. So they go there. And the proprietor of said establishment was like, oh, yeah, no, we can totally, you know, fix your tire. You guys just wait here. And then one by one, everybody kind of starts disappearing. And uh, he doesn't kill anyone right away. No, it takes a, a he, while. He yeah. kidnaps a lot of people. And then he's like, look, this is what I'm going to do to you. Yeah, which is somehow always creepier to me. Yeah. That was a really bad synopsis. But like I watched this movie no, like a while ago. No, it's OK. There's I mean, like, the actual plot of the movie is not too No, complex. important. <laughs> no, it's just about it's just about getting, like, those creepy set pieces totally. with, the, with the mannequins and stuff. And, and just, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say that, like, the killer himself is, is the poor man's Carrie meets Leatherface meets Norman Bates. It's like mixing telepathy in there. And then that's where I thought I it I don't even out. know if that is telepathy. 
I don't even know if it is telepathy. Oh, I think it is. Yeah, he's. I like. You know what? I'm gonna because they don't go into it at all. I think it might just be like you know remote controlled whatevers with speakers in them and stuff. A group, mm. a group of young friends stranded in a secluded ri- roadside museum are stalked by a masked assailant who uses his telekinetic powers to control the attraction's mannequins. That's so weird, though. They never talk about that at all during the movie. Yeah, it's like briefly mentioned that he's got yeah, powers. Yeah, he's got powers. Yeah, and he's like, my brother doesn't like it when I use my powers. But right, yeah, right. like no one knows why he has That's powers so, or where so they vague. come from. Or it is. It's it's so like his persona is just so schlepped together. Like yeah. it's actually a really flawed film but but like you said Nate it totally is redeemed by these awesome creepy mannequin sets and also by I think like just how creative the like the like his way of controlling those rooms and everything oh, yeah. is the the opening of the movie when when the guy goes with the tire to the gas station this is our first kill it happens within mm-hmm. like the first five minutes of the movie you don't need to wait for any setup you don't need to wait for exposition right you just suddenly get a kill and it is like zero to 60 because you don't know what's going on at this point. You just see mannequins popping out of closets and popping mm-hmm. out of drawers and f- objects moving on their own. And, you know, you know is it real? And then suddenly the dude is impaled with a pipe. You know, what? it makes me think of that scene in Evil Dead 2 where Bruce Campbell is losing yep. his mind. <laughs> That's Absolutely. what it makes me think of. Yeah. Where everything in the room is just coming to life and screaming at him. Windows are breaking and... All sorts of crazy stuff are happening. Well, I think that's like an important theme in, in how in, with the ending is that like you'll lose your shit in that situation if you don't know what the fuck's going on. Because mm-hmm. like I'm not easily scared, but I gotta tell you, if I was in one of those rooms, I'd fucking poop my pants because oh, yeah. um, the thought of like first of all, I will fully admit that like dolls and mannequins and shit are a room full of nightmares every time for me. Like even normal mannequins, like at the store, wake <laughs> me out. Like I always like give them side eye as I walk around, but. Um, I think that one of the things that this... First of all, I think this film desperately needs to be remade. Like, I, I would be so I would, fucking pumped to see this movie. I don't like remakes, and I would like to see oh, this remake. Oh, hell yeah. Just because... Give I, it something. Give it something to, to, like, really stand on instead of just yeah. the crazy scenes, you know? Yeah, and, like, because it's so predictable that the farmer is the killer. Like, all of that, those yeah. tropes don't work. Honestly, like, I was thrown off for a lot really? in the beginning. Yeah, the first time I saw this, I remember being not exactly sure, like, what was going on. Like, if he had, like, a crazy secret brother, you know... If it was, like, an alternate personality or if it was something else that, like, the guy didn't even really know about. Like, because they don't really give you a lot of, you know, info until until he's basically, like, putting plaster on someone's face. Dude, that scene was, that scene bugged me out, too. That scene bugged me out, too, yeah. Like, when he was turning them all into mannequins, that creepy. I I love that they actually showed him in process Mm -hmm. of suffocating somebody. And my favorite part of that scene is, uh, this is after uh, the the Davy is the the guy in the mask. Yes. After Davy has captured a few people, he's got one girl that he has captured previous to the people that we have followed along in the movie. And she keeps saying, like, we're going to die. Like, we're going to die. We're going to die. He comes downstairs and he starts putting... Because he's making all these mannequins out of the dead bodies. Mm-hmm. I think we failed to mention that. So he's he's going to make a mannequin out of this girl. And she's alive. And he starts putting the plaster on her face. And he's like, do you feel it? It's going to start drying. And when it gets dry, it starts to get yeah, hot. And he's like, horrific. now I'm going to cover your mouth. And now I'm going to cover your eyes. And he's like, I'm going to cover your nose now. And that's the last hole. And then he covers her whole face. And he's like... You're not going to suffocate. You're going to die of fear. 
you feel that heartbeat he's like your heart's going to explode from fear and it, it's just that was effective that was super effective i love that especially because part. the friends were watching that shit yeah. happen like well, i was they didn't know her she was someone else yeah, yeah but still but st- yeah, like, you're still but watching yeah. somebody die right, right like in front of you that's and thinking shit that's that's going to be yeah, my fate you're next yeah, basically yeah. you are next and i have to tell you i'm a fucking sucker for a creepy roadside attraction so it's like I was like, oh, my God, this would be me. Because anytime we're going anywhere, if there's a sign that says some ridiculous thing, I'm like, I want to go there. Like, I <laughs> always make – and I'm a little more skeptical, like, now that we have the girls in the car, too. But before, when it was just Mad Eye, I would go to any creepy roadside attraction you could get. Like, I was just primed for a killing at a place like this because I'm just fascinated by old roadside attractions. So I, I see the appeal. My big gripe is that nothing is given any – like, I know we complain about too much background. And maybe it's a good thing that there's no background. Mm-hmm. But I, I would have liked the little bit. Yeah, I mean, the, the little background that we get is it's revealed that the, you know, the proprietor of the museum, the guy, I don't even remember, Mr. Sol, Solman, Solander, I forget. Something I remember. Yeah. yeah. So he says that he doesn't live at the house, the big house next door. That's where his brother Davey lives. The, you know, the guy lives in the museum and Davey lives over there. But it's not a good idea to go over there because Davey's... He's a little, little weird. Okay, turns out that the, they're they're one and the same, and it's revealed that he killed his brother. He did have a brother, and he killed his brother because the brother was doing it with his wife. Mm-hmm. So the wife was cheating on him with his brother. So he That's killed right. them both, right. and he turned them into mannequins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because he was doing that before, not killing people, but he was prior to his wife having the affair with his brother. He, he made all the mannequins for right, their like Western Museum, right. you know, and, and he was really good at it, and yeah. we were animatronics, and it was totally, yeah, like, totally the kind of thing that I would absolutely go to as well. Uh, but, yeah, so then he decided to start killing people and turning them, them into mannequins. Museum, yeah. And, yeah, his telekinetic powers, there he talks about how he, you see them, you see and the you know, evidence right. of it. He talks about, you know, they didn't like when I used my powers, and that's really all they say. It's never explained why he yeah. has them. It's really never brought up Which again. Which you don't need an explanation. For yeah, that, I don't think. I, but I, it's I definitely it. you know when he wears the mask a lot. You know, it's something Marissa mentioned earlier, and I have the same note. It's like Carrie and Leatherface had a baby. Totally. And mm-hmm. that's that's who this this killer is. Also, something that I've noticed, and it's not just this movie. It's a lot of movies. If you're like going up to a house. Uh huh. Why would you, like, you wouldn't just walk into a stranger's house. But the one girl does that when she wants to go investigate the big house, even though the guy told her not to. And, like, she kind of, like, creeps up. She looks through the windows. And then she just opens the front door and walks in. And I've seen that in other movies, too. Like, people just kind of, like, open the door and walk in. That's breaking and entering. You shouldn't go into somebody's house, even if I you're, quote, unquote, investigating stuff. Here's here's the thing. It was, it's the 70s. <laughs> And Nobody locked their door in the seventies. Well, that and they're also a guest of this guy. Maybe she thought the guy was maybe in the house or something. You know, I don't know. It's yeah, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> I just, feel like I feel like in. I feel like we know too much now, and too many things have been hyped up to be like that's gonna kill you. That I don't think that was as prevalent back in the seventies. I think people did made stupid choices a lot more in the seventies because of that kind of thing. Totally. I, I, yeah, I think that's fair. What what year was this movie? 79. Okay. So at this point, some final girl tropes have already been established. Because I have to say, very underrated final girl with this one. Molly, our final girl, is the typical sweet, virginal, shy, 
the whole nine. And then toward the end, she, she, gets she really does. She, yeah, she yeah. gets really badass. And I think she does a like pretty damn good job as a final girl in this uh, one. I also love that the ending plays with the idea that now she's fucking batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. here she has these mannequins of her buddies in the back of the car. And she's like, yeah. ah. Like yeah, she's, she's about to continue their she's making. She's the last like, one alive. All yeah, of her friends like, have been, her three other, yeah, four other like friends it, have been turned into <laughs> mannequins. Oh, it's just the one guy's head. Yeah. Or no, no, no. I think no. she does put it back on yeah, the body. Yeah, it's back but on yeah, the like she, she, like she's the only one left alive. Yeah. He doesn't kill her because he reminds her or she reminds him of his wife. So he's just like, you know. Well, he wanted her to like become. Yeah. Her. He's like, yeah. we're just, you're just going to. And she ends up, you know, stabbing him. And yeah, and then she then she, she drops off with all of her mannequins, which but to she me suggests that she's lost her shit. Too. And she definitely, I mean, she, toward the end, I mean, it's so her her trauma definitely like flips well, yeah, the switch. Yeah, and that's what like I really enjoyed that last couple of scenes because of how raw and like legit her like just insanity in the face of this is. I feel like so often in horror movies you get like the final girl or whomever is fighting this crazy fucking scary thing and they keep their wits about them so much more than we would in real life. And one of the things that I liked about this movie is that Molly loses her shit in the yeah. process. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she takes the, the fucking mannequin bodies of her friends and yeah. brings them to the car which with her, I which is deeply disturbing. But I also feel like what else, what, what could you blame her? Like, yeah, like she wants, like she doesn't want to leave her friends to like whatever fate, I'm sorry, there. you guys, but I'll come back for you. Yeah, like, no, you're coming with <laughs> me. Like, when you guys get turned into mannequins, <laughs> really? I will oh, no, I'm leaving you. No, I'll, I'll take you back. with me. Oh, I'll thanks. take you with me. No, I'm super Just creeped out by, like, I won't have you guys in the car with me. <laughs> It'll be too creepy. Because <laughs> I'll uh, turn and you'll be like, and then I'll fucking crash the car. When, when the mannequin's mouth open. Oh, oh my I don't God. Like it. It, uh, to me, I said, I'm like, it reminds me of Robot Chicken. When, when like, <laughs> any of the animations of Robot Chicken, when the mouth's just like these blocks just move oh my god all, this, all of a sudden there's a giant uh, cardboard smile <laughs> on your face like me <laughs> and they d- and when they scream when the mannequins scream it's yeah. literally just the monotone ah. oh it's so horrible oh man when is this i'd like some crackers please i think there's a scene where he's trying to feed someone oh, he's yeah. like you want some crackers and the mannequin is like i want some crackers please <laughs> yeah. i tell you what when when i realized it was a mannequin that came in the room i was like oh shit that's not real that's not your friend that's like not your friend. Yeah. i was bugged that out that threw me off i, I was wasn't expecting out. that i would have hugged him too i didn't you see thought it. that the one guy jerry was mm-hmm. coming back to save his friend but it turned out nope he's already been see, turned i would have lost, sh- yeah. lost my shit then at that point too yeah no um, that one threw me that one got me i like that so confession time ready i am super fucking afraid of like you know how the the hall of presidents at disney world and shit like that those fucking animatronics terrify the fuck out of me like Mm -hmm. i will admit even on like pirates of the caribbean or like it's a small world i like will literally like make myself sit in the middle and like i'm really uncomfortable around fucking animatronics so this film was was tough for me like i it's a little bit not a phobia because i still love all that those rides and stuff but holy fuck am i uncomfortable around robotic (laughs) shit you were mentioning before like it's the uncanny valley thing yeah Yeah, and it's a fascinating i did a little (laughs) <laughs> I know you're gonna be surprised, but I did a little research on oh it. Oh my god! I know, so unlike me. That's so weird. <laughs> and I really like this theory because I agree that like there's this like tipping point that like once a doll becomes too lifelike and too real, like we love it, we love it, we love it until all of a sudden we we don't know how to feel, and then we're terrified, and then we fucking hate it. So it's like, th- I I agree with that. I think that w- as we continue to see AI become more and more of a thing, and like all of these 
like real lifelike things going on, I think there's going to be a, a point where we're like, no, we can't handle it. Like, I don't like it. Would you really want a robot that looks just like a person walking around serving you? Like, no, thank you. I want Rosie the robot. No, I want <laughs> I want a robot that looks like a person. Do you really? Yeah. No, that would freak me out. I, I would be absolutely constantly do. uncomfortable. No, because I don't get along with actual people. So if I can have like a blank slate robot that's just going to be my friend, play video games with me and whatever, like you I'm wouldn't totally be cool like with that. creeped out by it. That, I mean, here's the thing. Like, there's going to be such a long lead up to like that kind of technology that no, I don't think it's going to be as as jarring as you think it's going to be. Jackie, would you take a realistic robot? I don't know. I think um, they'll start with. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, some okay. Ready? So I am almost 37 years old. So I was a child of the 80s, mm-hmm. and as a child of the 80s, I had this doll called Cricket. Oh, fucking and Cricket. Cricket was a little little girl, and she had a tape recorder in her back, she and you'd put demon. the tape in, and, you know, she would tell you stories and do stuff, and, you know, she blinked her eyes, and she would look around, like she'd look left, right, up, and down, and move her mouth. Um, I loved Cricket, uh, the sleepy time one. I still, my mom and I still joke about it, because I listen to it every night, and, you know, she talked, you know, you relax your, relax your arms, relax your legs, and she put you to sleep, whatever. So then one time, I'm sleeping, and my older brother uh, <laughs> decides to prop Cricket up at the end of my bed. And um, let's put his Metallica tape inside Cricket. So I am woken up. I say middle of the night, but, you know, like I'm a kid. So it was probably like really like 9 o'clock at night. But I was already asleep for a while. So I wake up to Cricket at the end of my bed singing like fucking James Hetfield. <laughs> <laughs> Scared the shit out of me. So mean, but fucking hilarious. Right. Oh, no. I totally <laughs> applaud it so now. Good. Like, we, we joked about it after, you know, like many years down the line. Like, it became a thing. But, yeah, he put, he put fucking like one. That's on. hilarious. And and then I just whoa whoa. Oh my you God, know, that's like so funny. <laughs> and yeah. Cricket moving and back Cricket like moving her eyes and her mouth Darkness and like yeah. me. <laughs> well, then I see absolute <laughs> horror. <laughs> I cannot live. I don't know the words because <laughs> Metallica is not that good. Um, but yeah, so I was definitely traumatized by dolls yeah. at a young age. But no, I, I mean honestly, like I don't. I'm really not that that wigged out by that, and I don't know. Like, would I want? I probably would want if I had some sort of like AI like Ew. robot helper. I think I would want them to look human. I can either get like human or like make it a robot dog. Yeah, that's the thing. They're they're gonna if they do it, they'll Wait. start off with like little like R two D twos and stuff, and you'll be like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Until they eventually get to like the people ones, and you'll be like, oh, it's fine. This is this no. is Ray. And this is Ray Q. Off. Ray Q is my is my uh, robot butler. No, and no we good. Hang out. No, a small he tucks wonder. Me in the bed at night. <laughs> oh my that God, is I love about small as human esque as I want my robot to be. That's she what was I'll very, be like. She was she no, was very but she human. Was very not human. She was she very robotic. Very, she looked very. Human. It wasn't I until it wasn't until that. she started like throwing footballs and yeah. stuff that you really noticed that she was a robot. That's fair. <laughs> no, no, no. Like that stupid kid from I see I see dead people that movie where he's a robot. No, thank you. Where that oh, AI. Yeah, oh, AI. now that's too realistic for me. I need my robot to be a small wonder or Rosie the Robot or I'm down with a Star Wars droid. Otherwise, yeah, I don't no, want I'll it in my house. Too, you don't want obviously. a Jude Law sex robot? No, not at all, not even fucking remotely. Wow. Yeah, I'm I mean, so scared of robots that are way too human. Okay. Right. I, I've seen... Um, that Will Smith movie. I know how this ends. I robot. Thank you. See, I, not that it's a very exciting game, but there's a new but video game that came out called, called Detro- Detroit. No, Detroit become I just human. That's just about respecting robots. Well, once no, they start, like once the AI starts to become so advanced, I that won't they, respect them. Well, no, like that's the whole that's thing. That's why like, they want to kill you. Like basically, like, in this game, like it kind of shows that like basically racism happens against 
robots. Like yeah. robots have to stand at the back of the bus and they're not allowed to be on the human part. And it's like they're tagged, you know, like they have and like the these irony of that is that we made that problem. Like, so we're oh, yeah. fucking doubly stupid. Like I said, it's not that the game is all that good or exciting, but I do like the concept and the story. No, it's don't, that. Be, don't be racist to robots. I'm not being racist to robots. I just don't think we should be doing this. Don't be a robotist. Don't be a robotist. <laughs> I will be a robotist. Don't, I think don't be a robot, None of this Nick. is going <laughs> to None of this is going to end well. That's all I'm trying to say here. All I'm trying to say here is that there's no natural reason for me to have a Jude Law sex robot. There's no natural reason that you should be recording a podcast right now, though. Right, but this, Mike, this podcast podcast isn't going to get up and kill me in the middle of the night. You don't know that. I'm pretty confident. <laughs> <laughs> just wait. Just wait. One of, of these days you'll be like, oh, me. Nate was right. Yeah. Oh, I'm dead now. Yeah, when the microphone gets up in the middle of the night and then I'll be like, ah, oh, I was wrong. But but like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I really, I don't feel comfortable with, I feel like well, technology is going to be the end of us. I feel hey, like, I'm you know, afraid fucking of Orwell. I, I don't like eggplants. Eggplants wake me out. Oh, see, we all have yeah. our thing. Yeah, eggplants, robots yeah, that are going to take here's over. Here's the thing. None of us are going. None of us are going to be alive at the point when all of this really cool stuff's going to be happening anyway. But that so mean it's, well, that we should be okay with it. It's not up to us. It's not ever going to be up to us. But right now it is. No, because we're not even at a point where we can really like get like a realistic robot. We get ones that make like weird faces and stuff right now. Yeah. <laughs> like there's meh. like there's like weird <laughs> sex robots, but. No, they have like they're they're starting to they have that one robot that's just like a head with no hair on it and just like a lady's face and she can do like all sorts of like like I don't know she can move her face around in like so many different ways and she can like kind of respond to things and stuff. Yeah, but I definitely feel like the technology is far. It's too far, far away. away. Yeah. So who knows? But no, I get that. Like I said, it's you know everybody I, I has worry stuff about that it. I really do. Yeah. You shouldn't. You shouldn't worry about it. That's where someone else to worry about. Like your kids' kids, probably. Oh, good. That well, makes me feel better. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. You don't have to worry. Your grandkids yeah, your will be grandkids terrorized, yeah. but you know, your, your fine. grandkids are going to be eaten be by robots. By <laughs> but who cares? You'll be gone. Yeah. Um, no one listens to old people about this stuff anyway. Yeah, I'm becoming that old crazy old lady who sits on my porch, like, oh, the technology's gonna kill us all. Now put like, down that iPod. It's yeah. the devil. <laughs> that phone's the devil. And then they're gonna be like, oh, Grandma Marissa forgot to take her meds again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's true. That is all fair. Anything else um, with tourists? No, I fucking loved it. And yeah, no, I had a really good time. I, I want to go to this roadside attraction in spite of everything that happened. So I'm in. I'll take my chances. Let's do it. Yeah, Let's no. take a Jersey Gold vacay. I'll take my chances and again know that if i am the final girl i'll bring you guys home thanks no, i will I bring you guys it. home to be fair if i ever did have to have robots i'd want them to be you guys oh <laughs> yeah. yeah all right That's um nice. see it's a little more appropriate than last episode where i said that i was gonna what was what were they making fun of me for saying oh that i would i would bed you all if we were all in the belco right. experiment it's just I was just making a point. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna cut me out on me for judge speaking me? the truth. Speaking the truth, judge me. right? So the second film in our foray into summertime is um, the Ruins, which is yeah. um, really the perfect summer flick because it's about a bunch of uh, you know hubristic Americans who go to Mexico mm-hmm. <laughs> and all they want to do is sit on the beach and drink margaritas and get drunk. And but no, one of them has to go see the ruins. And go fucking explore history. Yeah, like off the beaten trail, not on the map ruins. The ass. That would be my husband. He'd drag me to some fucking oh, bullshit spot. Not me, man. I want to sit on the beach and drink margaritas. That's I'm, what I want to do. I'm pretty sure they don't have crazy vine flower plants that can imitate people and will try and choke you out. The key element is 
pretty sure they pretty Unless sure. you are 100% sure my ass is not going to the middle of the bu- by a jungle. No, I'll go there. I'll go there. Uh, um, can I make one, one, one comment right off the bat? Sure. So... <laughs> Iceman is serving up margaritas in the beginning. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> He's adorbs. I love him. I was like, oh, it's Iceman. Iceman. Oh, Iceman's giving everyone margaritas. Oh, I this know. is very appropriate. And then there was the whole conversation about ice, ice mm-hmm. and the drinks. Yep. Yeah, because you, when you're at a hotel like that, you got to see where they get their ice from. It's true. Yeah. You can get sick very I, easily in Mexico. I instantly thought of Hostel. When mm. I was watching the beginning, because I, like, when the German guy comes up and he's like, oh, I found your earring, and oh, you guys want to go to some yeah. ruins? I was like, oh, is he luring them there? Like, oh. my, that's where my brain went. My first thought was hostile-esque, like, I'm, like, the rando German that's going to lure you oh. to your death kind Leave of thing. Leave the Germans alone. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, um, and then, you know, like, you know, any other woman, I'm not going to wear a bra when I go hiking to a Mayan temple. So, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, why would you? I know. Yeah. I'm just going to wear a couple tank tops, no bra, no, yeah, and, just a and tank I'm top, just going to go No hiking. underwear. Yep. I'm going to give my, my boyfriend a quick <laughs> in the uh, back room, and then we're <laughs> going to head out for the <laughs> quick head out. Yeah, it blows my mind that these people, like, I pack like it's the apocalypse when yes. I go to the town pool. I have yes. like 12 bottles of water, my sunscreen, my hat, my fucking bug spray, See? and I'm literally <laughs> going three blocks away. Oh no, like you pack for <laughs> vacation and I'm like, oh my God, like what if I forget right. something? And what, Chad will be like, you know, you know, they have a CVS <laughs> all over. Like That's, we're not going that anywhere all the time that too. you can't buy shampoo right. if you forget. But if I'm, but I'm fucking like, heading into it. the jungle, I am gonna dress like I'm fucking crocodile Dundee because, but these fucking dumb bitches wear their flip flops and they deserve it. <laughs> no, they do. I had twelve minutes in. Amy is why I don't like to have friends that are women, and I hope she dies first. Sorry, sorry, Jackie. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. I know. I know. I, I went into this movie not knowing when it was, and the movie started, and I was like, oh great, it's like like another one of those like. 90s like teenager early college year kind of slash maybe slash year I don't know like it, it was like scream or I know what you did last summer without like a good soundtrack and then it takes a turn at about 45 minutes and suddenly it becomes this amazing cool fucking creature feature and I suddenly went from this movie as kind of shit to loving every minute of this movie but I think I'm jumping ahead a little bit. No, no, no. I mean, because they're, they they get to the pyramid and um, some guys that are not speaking Spanish, speaking some language that they've never heard before, like, ah, uh, no, you can't, no, get back over there. And they force them to stay on the on the mine pyramid. And then they, they eventually find out that there's um, plant life on the pyramid, which is, like, sentient, that can imitate human voices, and that craves human flesh and yeah. wants to eat all of them and is transmittable, I guess? I don't know how. Like, do they do, like, seeds? It, like, it didn't seem like it took much for them to get into you, though, because... No, it was like on their clothes, and it was like it like seep into their skin. It, yeah, it didn't. Yeah. It seemed like I could get you, regardless of whether you had a cut or not. It seemed yeah. like if you had a cut, like yeah, it was gonna try and eat all your blood juices. Yeah. I Ew, just blood juices. I like the 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 one kid was like, you know, it's growing on us, and you could see these green patches on their clothes, and I was yeah. like, oh look, it's a modern remake of Weeds from a uh, from Creepshow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jordy. It's it's poor Jordy. <laughs> I'm like, it's the modern retelling of Weeds. I, no, I'm just I'm. This movie, this movie is all about shock, shock factor, and and uh, gross out. And they shoot a kid in this movie. 
They shoot a kid yeah. in the head with a gun in yeah. this movie. All of the special effects and the... I don't even want to call it gore because it's not like gratuitous. It's very realistic mm-hmm. as to what would happen. Yeah. And it's done so friggin' well. That first, the first guy that gets shot when the group first goes to the, to the oh ruins yeah. and so he gets jarring. hit with the arrow and then gets shot in the face. Mm-hmm. That was such a cool fucking headshot. Like nose. I really, yeah, I really liked it. And yeah, really like they, crazy aim. At, at one point, annoying Amy like decides like, I'm not going to do this. We're going to leave. Like I'll explain to them. And, you know, obviously they can't communicate because of the language barrier. And so she picks up a bunch of weeds and throws it at them. And, and that's when it hits the little kid and they kill the kid because that's when you're realizing that the uh, the plants are the problem. And they're basically quarantining mm-hmm. this group on there. And so my note is like, OK, so Amy, fuck you. Why are you still alive? <laughs> you threw one bunch of weeds and like they got scared. So start throwing more of them. Dude, it's Operation Amy up front. So she takes all the bullets and the things. Yeah, oh yeah just start this hell. throwing them. I didn't them. even think of that. They should have like made some kind of rudimentary like catapult yeah, or something. I would have legit started throwing the green stuff And just everywhere. put Amy up front. So Great she shit, takes the, it, yeah. she's, you know, Operation, Operation Amy up front. Amy. Oh, yeah, my God. Exactly. If, if I ever go into the Mexican jungle, I'm bringing you guys that with me. That is the exact thought yes. I had. Just throw the green just, shit yeah, all over the place. Just start like, I mean, not granted. I mean, they can get you from afar. They do have guns and bows and arrows. But again, you can fling that shit. Amy is your shield. Yeah. Use her, and then she dies, and then you escape, like you and said, then everybody make wins. A very old-fashioned <laughs> catapult, like Matt. See, that's why I have to have Matt. I'd be like, Matt, we need a catapult. Make a trebuchet uh, would probably be easier than a catapult. Uh, who's a what? A a trebuchet. <laughs> yes. It's just like counterweights and stuff. Uh, it would probably be easier. Uh, like and more effective. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, that was definitely one of my notes too. That I would have had them kill each other. Like, just started throwing the yeah. green stuff at them. Although, to be fair, we probably would have started end of times because we would have spread the green stuff to everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, um, you know. So this is actually based on a book by Scott Smith, who also wrote the screenplay. And I have to say the uh, shocker here, I know, but the book is so much better because the book really centers on, like, how the, the plants are able to get in their heads and how the fucking trauma and the fear of the situation takes a group of good friends and fucks them up so bad. And in the book, like... Like, it's, it's a lot more complicated, and it's actually, ironically, Amy is one of the first ones to die, so you get your wish in the book. Uh, and it ends very differently, because in the book, it actually ends with Stacy walking down to the bottom, declaring that she's going to become a warning to other tourists, mm-hmm. and slitting her wrist and, like, falling forward. But, of course, the vines just come and eat her at the end anyway. So it's like she tries to, like, make her death something that will help keep others away, but really it doesn't work she because just they just eat her. She just runs away. And in this book, she just runs away and gets away with it. Yeah. And it's, it's Amy that does it. And actually, in the alternative ending on of the ruins, the original ending was supposed to be she's in the Jeep driving and you see the vine in Like, her in her head, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would have been that, Which is a better and ending. And there was supposed to be more, too. Like, it was supposed to be, like, they... they recovered her body and buried her and then yeah there's like the vines started coming out of the her grave oh that's cool i didn't know that part so i've only i think i've only ever seen I th- that i read that somewhere in like the wiki entry oh, or something. okay i watched the alternative ending with i like it better so much with her with the vine like so yes she escapes but now she's fucked too yeah right. um but overall like i think this movie held up better like because i remember really loving the the book what, what god i don't even know when it came out and then watching the movie and being like, it was pretty good. And I was so afraid that it was going to suck. But it, I enjoyed it. No, it again. really did. Yeah, like I said, I, it really did take a turn. And I suddenly loved the movie. 
there's a scene when the two girls go down into the ruins. The one, the German guy, mm-hmm. he's looking for his brother who was at these ruins, mm-hmm. and you know, unbeknownst to him, his brother is long dead. But they get there and they start to lower the German guy, Micaias, I think his name is. They start to lower him down um, with the rope and pulley system that's been set up, and the rope breaks. So he plummets and ends up breaking his back. So they have to send the girls down to go bring him up. And, you know, first they send down the blonde and the rope isn't long enough because the rope is broken. And so they're like, just jump. Which she part of me is like, you know, yeah, she ends up falling and I she hurts jump. herself. They were really, they were really like itching to like get down there. Like yeah. they didn't wait for anything. Like they yeah. sent that German guy down without even checking I that know. rope. That shit yeah. was old as hell. Like I wouldn't be like, all right, go, 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 go. Like I'd be like, and all right, let's look at this. this what is, crazy. is what is also luring them down there is they're hearing a cell phone ring because uh-huh. they have no cell service, so right. they're hearing a cell phone ring. So they, you know, so okay, blonde goes down, she gets hurt. So then they're sending down fucking Amy. So then Amy gets down there, and they are able to get the guy with the broken back back up. They're all back up, you know, and they're trying to take care of him. They're, they're continuing to hear this persistent cell phone ringing. Mm-hmm. So at one point in the movie, both girls are back down there because they're like, we got to fucking find this. Like, we have to find the cell, cell phone, phone that's ringing. So they finally come across a body that's holding a cell phone, and they pick up the cell phone. The cell phone is broken. It is long dead. But they're hearing the cell phone ring and they turn around and the vines and and the plant has these little red flowers that are able to mimic sound. And the flowers have been mimicking the cell phone sound to lure them down there. And Nate, tell us what you talk about, what you told us earlier about the subtitles. Oh, like the the plants, they they (laughs) will actually like talk to the people and kind of like repeat them. And whisper, whisper to them to try and like get them to like come to where they can get to them more easily and stuff. So, but like it's so quiet and subtle that like if you don't have the subtitles on, I don't even know how you'd be able to hear it. Yeah, I think I missed. I uh, yeah, missed I it. never. I only heard it a couple times when I think it was very obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I kind of want to watch it again now with the subtitles yeah, me on. Too. <laughs> That's pretty. That, yeah, that's pretty. Awesome. I don't know. I don't know how pervasive it is, but there's quite a few scenes where it was like yes. I, I, I would see th- like subtitles at the bottom of the screen, and be like, I didn't hear them say anything. And I was like, oh shit, it was the plants. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely started humming the tune to Little Shop of Horrors at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I like that. Like, uh, the characters aren't too. Like, I do think they're a little flat and underdeveloped. Jeff is a total like douche for for lack of a better term. I think he's so guilty of having way too much pride in thinking so much that he's in control of the situation when he's obviously not. But I, I, th- I like the psychological study of like how we all cope with trauma and how we all cope with being in that situation because I like that they turn on each other pretty quickly and that it gets complicated and they all are kind of just like, fuck you to each other because I feel like that's what you do, you know? Like you'd be like, fuck off. I, I, I have a note that just says in all caps, white privilege. Yes. Because at one point Jeff was like, Four Americans. Four Americans yeah. don't come to Mexico and get lost. Me too. I wrote oh, that we down. All, we Four all Americans on vacation don't just disappear. And then I wrote, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's so funny that we all have that okay. note. Yep. That's exactly. I was like, fuck you, you American. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's true. We have that. We And we do. We, we think we can go anywhere and impose American 
standards and American behavior. And, and in a way, it's a cautionary tale against not respecting other fucking cultures and not thinking that we, the fucking whole planet belongs to us to go explore. Like, fuck off. You don't get it. You don't know what these guys are doing. They're, you think they, like, the, you know the real fucking tragedy. These people have to spend their whole life guarding that fucking Mayan ruin and, like, killing anybody. Like, that's fucked up, too. I'm can't not. you, like, burn it or something? Like, Well, they had the salt. I was like, can't they use the salt? It's like, didn't the they ever try and get rid of these things? They must have. They must Come have spent on. years and years and years trying to get rid of it. I'm not going to lie. When I first started, when when you first see it, and then all of a sudden the dudes come out, and you see all the greenage all over the Mayan thing, I was like, ooh, it's marijuana. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, no. It totally no, looks not. like marijuana I, I in certain it, parts. I the seriously like, part. had to look at it. I'm like, is it pot? Like, is yeah. that why these guys are, like, screaming and pointing guns? That's racist. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks, Jackie. It's because they're Mexican, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the Mayan banditos. <laughs> no, but you know what? To be fair, there were a couple scenes where I thought, man, that green stuff looks like a marijuana. It does. So right it does. But then it has the creepy red flowers of death. Yeah. The way that the, the vines crawl well, yeah. into the wounds. Oh, and when they, they start pulling them out. Oh, my God. When he there's, was like. There's even like a couple times when it looked like, like an insect, like a spider or something. Like when um, Stacy is first being lowered down. She's got her light, and it passes over the wall to her left, and you see the vines, like, move a little bit. And she doesn't notice it, but you see it, and it looks like a, like a giant spider or something. Like, just, like, mm-hmm. s- like shifts out of the way. Like, uh-oh. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's creepy. Um, and, I, I, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It, bug, it really bugs me out. The idea of things being inside my body and, like, it, it's, I would be like Stacy. I would be like, oh, did I get it out? Like it. But like the other thing too that like bugs me out is when he's like, we're just gonna break his bones and ampu- like amputate his legs. Like what? Like I was with everybody else. I was like, nah, bro, we're not doing that. Like I'm not sure that I'm gonna hack off his leg. I wouldn't do it. That's crazy. Yeah. Right? Because okay, he's just so gonna die like, like sepsis or shock oh, or yeah. something. Right. Like there's and no way. And then he way. dies like a, like probably and hours later. Like, just because you're starting med school doesn't mean you know how to do this shit, yeah, bro. you're not like, a you doctor. literally, like, t- he took a fucking, bo- like, bleh, A giant rock, yeah, and but. broke the bones but that the way. But the best part about that, though, is that after he chopped the guy's feet off, God, you see the little vines, like, like, yeah, let me get them tattoos, yeah. and, like, dra- <laughs> <laughs> dragging them away. i eat you with my little mouth, mm. too. <laughs> this little piggy went right down to my stomach. Appetizers. I know, they, they were the appetizers. <laughs> Yeah, the the scenes with Stacy because like you think she's going crazy because she's talking about they're inside me, they're inside me, and, and like you know, and then you actually start to see them moving around. Oh my under god! Her and skin. their reactions, like I just felt like so like it was so well, such a well done scene because like yeah. like the, the one friend's like. Like she won't look yeah, at she her. She won't you look know? at her. Because she I starts to cry. Like, no, nothing's wrong. You're fine. You're fine. You're, you're fine. so pretty. You're so pretty. <laughs> yeah, we would like so pet each other. Yeah. Like, you're, <laughs> you're, fine. you're fine. You're so pretty. <laughs> we totally would do we that. Would. We would. We would absolutely the other do that. No, no. Um, and, but what the, I love, I love the scene when she's like, "Cut him out, cut him out right yeah, now." Yeah. And they literally start cutting her, her open and digging in. Oh, and, and there's blood, dude. There's blood and there's. At one point, I, I was like, he hit a va- he hit an artery. <laughs> like I was like, fucking doctor kid hit an artery because it's just so gory and like. And she she wants good. more because she still feels them, They're and he's there. like, no, we can't cut more. Like she's yeah. gonna bleed out. And then at one point, when she everybody's oh, sleeping and she gets up and gross. she finds a knife and she just starts to do it herself. She really, she's like flaying. She's like, Let me get this leg. last one. She's like digging like underneath the muscle in her Dude, leg. I would pass out so, so fast. <laughs> <laughs> like I would just fucking faint. I loved it. I loved the special effects in this movie. I, I thought too. they were super, super effective, super realistic. Mm-hmm. Like 
I I was very like I said I the first part of this movie I was like meh, meh, meh. Yeah. and then all of a sudden it was that scene that turned it around mm-hmm. in the cave when you realize that the flowers were mimicking the sound I was like well this is a creature yep. feature now and I am super into this yeah yeah we went right into my wheelhouse I, I, I agree I think it's, it's a little bit it's got a little bit of everything and I have to say I'm not one to notice technical stuff but when I do it's usually because it's really fucking good the sound quality in this film is mind-blowingly good like the when like the bones break and stuff like that, like I feel like that's sa- like whoever edited that was just incredibly talented. Okay, so this movie was um, produced by DreamWorks. Okay, and I think that might have something to do with it because they were like big budget, like let's throw lots yeah, of money at everything. Yeah. Um, do they still do horror movies? I can't think of the last time I saw it. Because I know they did the Ring. Because because mm-hmm. I remember that it's the special DreamWorks logo where the moon turns into the ring. Mm-hmm. And I know they did this, but but I can't no, think of them doing a horror movie in a long time. The in last fact, one they I still have exist? listed, the, la- the horror end of DreamWorks, the last thing I exist- see that existed is Fright Night, the remake. Oh, wow. But they do have something listed called The Turning coming out in 2019, which is a reinvention of The Turning of the Script. Okay. So barely horror, gothic horror. Um, but yeah, looks like DreamWorks still dabbles, huh. but not... I think like Blumhouse and all those guys are really taken over... What's the other one that we just saw one of? Well, it's because I think that like uh, uh, like the general public's attitude towards horror movies is very fickle, mm-hmm. and they want they want like one particular thing, and they want it a lot all at once, and then all of a sudden they're like, all right, we're good. Yeah. So that's how you end up with like you know in the late '90s, early 2000s, you get like this like there's a whole shitload of slasher movies out of nowhere after Scream happens. Because of that, mm-hmm. and then um, the found footage, like that's the same deal. Like you know, uh, what was it? It's not Blair Witch because Blair Witch didn't really like. I don't know. I feel like it was Paranormal Activity that really like got people excited. Was that like Rogue Pictures? I, I always think it was, remember. No, no, no. I think it was Bloomhouse. No, yeah, maybe. What is it? I Isn't know Twisted like, Pictures. I was gonna say Twisted saw. Pictures and yeah. Lionsgate and Lionsgate. Blumhouse and mm-hmm. yeah and Dark Castles. Because I was say I always remember the Twisted Pictures yeah. before, like their logo animation before Saul. You is know, what I, I don't. Remember. Yeah, the and, little and like, Saul yeah. and Saul was the whole torture porn like right. era where and they like made that, a ton of those. I know. See, it's like it, there's like like waves they like find that. Their niche, yeah. 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 But yeah. but in general, people I don't think people are really that interested in horror. No, that makes sense. No. We're just weird. No, but it, we're cool because we like the horror movies, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're so cool. Um, <laughs> anything else about the ruins? Yeah. Um, don't go on vacation because yeah. you'll yeah. die. Or yeah. if you do go on vacation, don't go wandering into the jungle when you yeah. don't know what the fuck if you're the doing. Path wear a bra, for Christ's yeah. sake. If, if, the wear a bra, if the path yeah. is covered by bushes and, and leaves and it looks mm-hmm. like you shouldn't go in there, don't. Don't go in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Go and if someone screams at you in another language... Not to move. You fucking do what they tell you. Because <sighs> it's when Amy steps in the green that they're like, fuck it, you all got to go now. I think but they want to let them go. But I want to go out into the woods and I want to go to the places you're not supposed okay, to have go. Fun. Send me a postcard. Uh. <laughs> you and the red plant. But those are like all my <laughs> fondest memories of the kids, like exploring in the woods and going places where I shouldn't be and stuff and climbing trees and stuff and like dangerous, like crossing in streams. In South Jersey, Nate, there's a difference. With, like no, you're not going to run about, like up in the Poconos and stuff. Oh, yeah. See, there's probably fucking all kinds of there's shit bears going on Poconos, and all sorts too. of crazy yeah, shit up you're there. You're fucking crazy. No way. No, thank you. I'm, I'm sticking to the resort. Yeah, I'm poolside. I, or like poolside the, the, of the beach. The, the safe, sanctioned yeah. activities. Like, I'll swim with the dolphins. You know why? You know, I need a tour guide. I need a tour guide. Me too. <laughs> 
It's because these goddamn 80s kids movies, they're all yeah, they about going on adventures. There's explorers where they're going out into space. There's and they Goonies all die. where they find a secret pirate cave. Like, all the movies in the 80s for kids were like, go on an adventure. Go find stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Not me. I was like, that shit is crazy. I'm like, <laughs> like, no, no, I no. Like, I want more. Oh, man. Not me. I'd be, I'll take the beach or Disney. You know where, where killer plants don't eat you? Disney World. They just eat your money. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, this was our, our little vacation, our little Jersey Ghouls vacation. We did a little tourist, a little roadside attraction with Tourist Trap. And then we visited the hot Mayan jungles with the ruins. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready for fall. But the, I, I thought the ending music for the ruins was very inappropriate. <laughs> it was I like didn't s- notice. It was like some shitty like new metal song at the end. Like, whoa, now you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> like some dumb bullshit at the end you of it. Beat the plan. Yeah, it was some. It was t- it was terrible. It was yeah. super like it was like oh, and she got to she gets away, and then oh, time to rock out, guys. Yeah. After like an hour of like excruciating, like oh, I have to kill my friends. Yeah, oh. Like, Everyone's dying. And then, oh, it's time for Creed. <laughs> <laughs> in case you already didn't want to kill yourself. Yes. Now, now you do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now you're doubly depressed. Yeah. But on that note, we are going to. There's only one good Creed song. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's no good Creed songs. There's one good Creed song. You asshole. It's from the Scream soundtrack. Lies. I like it. Lies. Or Scream 2. It might be Scream 2. There's one good Creed song right, that I like. I'm not wrong. saying it's good for real. I'm saying I just like it. That's wrong. I think yeah. I only like it because it's from that movie. Probably. That's the only reason why I have fond memories. Thanks Other than that, And as blues. always, we All will right. be back soon with another new exciting episode of The Jersey Goose. Don't forget to check us out on social media. Please join us on our new Facebook group. Woo! Uh, we still have our Facebook page, but join us on the group where you will see all of the content we put out, not just what Facebook decides that they should show you. That's right. You can Facebook. see everything. You can communicate with us a lot better. And we mean everything. Everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, so come out and start the conversation. You can also find our podcast now on Google Play, on TuneIn, and on iTunes, and hopefully soon, iHeartRadio. Um, but yeah, and also find our podcast and our blog, movie reviews, and all sorts of fun stuff on our website, jerseyghouls.com. That's right. And don't forget to check out the awesome content over at horrorgeeklife.com, where you will find my writings, as much as well as the bunch of other awesome horror musings for games, uh, videos, whatever you like. Um, and also, don't forget to check out Women of Horror Film Festival, which is fast approaching and is going to be da bomb. And if you happen to live in the Georgia area, make sure you are heading out to check out this festival, because there's going to be lots of amazing <laughs> celebrities. There's going to be lots of amazing content and movies and videos and scripts and most importantly there's going to be the jersey ghouls yay and that's about it so thank you and good night bye bye I want some crackers (laughs) (laughs) you're listening to the Geekscape Network 